Welcome to the Four Drink Think Tank. We may not have actual credentials or any real expertise. In fact, we're not scientists at all. But with a questionable quantity of drinks in us and some raw brain power, we're ready to tackle the most complex mysteries of the universe. So grab your favorite libation, sit back, and prepare to witness the magic that can happen when two semi-sober pseudoscientists tackle the biggest questions of our time. Welcome to the Four Drink Think Tank. Who are we? I am your Chief Chaos Coordinator, Chad. I'm your Chief Absurdity Officer, Kenny. And today we have a couple of uh, special guests with us. We have a consulting firm called Gray Morality Incorporated, and we have three of their uh, top people with us today. So we look forward to talking to them. We've got their Chief Morality Interpreter, Smokey Jones. We've got the Principal Morality Auditor, Steely Man and the Inhumane Resource Officer, Remington Stone. Yeah, I look forward to speaking to these unethical gentlemen. Yeah, they're pretty bright young guys, so it'll be good. What are you talking about this week? Well, this week we're talking about unethical paradox resolution, which is something we've been dealing with a lot at the Institute, where we run into paradoxes, and we're not sure how to deal with it, and we get a bunch of people in the room, and they all want to be ethical, and then we can't get a solution. So we're going to trial run this consulting firm and see if we want to pay the big bucks and bring them on and of course to help us and them think better using our standard four shot method we're going to administer some shots so this week we went into the grab bag and we pulled out um, some 99 shots in random mixed order so i will deal those out now it'll be a surprise reach into the goodie bag mm, all them shots he reaches in. Oh, thank you, kind sir. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this one. I got coconut. What'd you guys get? Strawberries. Cherry limeade. You got a raspberry. Oh, that sounds like the best one. It is. Well, cheers, everyone. If I can get them open. If I can get them open. <laughs> Sealed for your protection. We need some children here to help us open these. Oh wow, that was delightful actually. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. The coconut one was pretty good. Coconut 99. No, this is a Parrot Bay. 99 coconuts. <coughs> Alright, we have an interesting sponsor this week. Um, our, yeah, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Wreckers, the deforestation on demand service for all your eco-friendly needs. Are you tired of those pesky trees getting in the way of your ambitious construction projects? Look no further than Timber Wreckers, the one-stop shop for environmental chaos. With Timber Wreckers, you can indulge in your wildest deforestation fantasies with just a few clicks. Imagine bulldozing entire forests with the push of a button. Timber Wreckers offers a range of convenient options to cater your destructive desires, from clear-cutting packages to precision logging tools. You'll have everything you need to bring down those bothersome trees and make way for concrete and steel. But that's not all. Timber Records offers a deforestation deluxe package, complete with an exclusive chainsaw collection, customized logging apparel, and a complimentary endangered species habitat destruction guide. Because who needs biodiversity when you can have more parking lots, right? <laughs> Timber Records, what an interesting sponsor. <laughs> hey, will we help them with a few projects? Yeah, this is a... Uh 
this is one of those sponsors that goes great with one of our previous sponsors, the Glacier Insurance. You know, if you're going to wreck your, your trees and your forests, you might as well get Glacier Insurance for when they melt. Yeah. <laughs> More parking lots. Well, that didn't last very long. And Conveniently, that brings us to our first topic, but first, we have our second shot, so... Let's do another grab bag. <laughs> the first two are a little quick, admittedly. The last two are pretty well spaced out. But <laughs> the idea is not to be entirely sober by the end of by the time. So we're this is our about second shot, but our first second shot. These are complimentary, correct? <laughs> complimentary shots. <laughs> well, if I would have got the same one again, I would have been upset. Whose idea was it to Very get challenging to open. So <laughs> Can you get that for me? These were provided to us by 99, but they don't want to be sponsored Grab by it, bro. Oh, God. What the fuck? Cheers. Alright, hold this. <laughs> Why does this not come off? Oh, there you go. Oh, that one was so much worse. Oh, man. Oh, man. I need a chaser for that one. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. God dang. Yeah. For our consulting agency, have you guys ever heard of the trolley problem? So the trolley problem, say you're at a set of train tracks, and in the distance you see a trolley hurtling down the tracks. It's approaching. And you notice there's five people tied to the tracks further down the line. They are unable to move and will die if they get hit by the train. And you're too far away, you don't have enough time to physically save them. However, there's a lever next to you, and if you pull the lever, it diverts the train to another set of tracks where there's only one person tied to the tracks. So if you pull the lever, you're killing that one person. If you don't pull the lever, the train kills the five people. There's, there's really only one correct answer. Two correct answers. Which one affects corporate liability? Which one increase, <laughs> increases profit share for our shareholders? This is an interesting take. So what do you see the, the best way to increase your corporate profits? Which set of people do you kill? Whichever ones are in the way of money. Interesting. But you don't know these f five or one person. That one person could be the one that has all the money. You kill all five of them, you got that one good buddy. Okay, but what if that one person was like someone you love? And the five people are all like doctors, yeah, kill them all. incredible people. Really? Yep. Killed them all. Okay. You didn't hire us to actually discuss morality, did you? This is about profits, isn't it? We're consultants. We increase profits. We make more money. It's not that complicated. Yeah. That's why we're here. This is a valid point. What does our first guest think? What's your input? Smokey Jones needs a minute to think. Oh, he's got smoke in the brain today. He's the interpreter here, so this is one of the reasons we wanted him here, is he's going to really interpret this for us. The answer from the inhumane resource officer was expected. I mean, yeah, it's, so one way to think about it, if you do nothing, you're not really killing those five people, right? But if you do move that lever, you are physically killing that one person. But then you can also argue that by not touching the lever, you are killing five people because you are there. You're present in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. 
could do better. You could or do worse. better or worse. We could take the approach, of, take protecting the approach of protecting all of the corporate all suite, of, the corporate suite <laughs> of, executives of executives by not doing anything not doing any and blaming somebody else blame entirely. Somebody else Maybe somebody low on the totem, somebody somebody on the totem pole that we don't care about. <laughs> you know, this is actually a, a solution I hadn't thought of. It's like, what it, which has the, the most blamable thing? Like, how can you outsource the blame? And by doing nothing, like, that's always a safe bet. <laughs> Especially if you have a, a group of people who all agree. The problem with this scenario is it's just you, right? Like you're sitting there with the lever going like, which one do I pull? Do I pull it? Do I leave it? Whereas like if you do outsource it and get a consensus, then you're only, you know, n amount liable as number of people in there. So it's a good spin on that. The all right. What if, it was, what if it was yourself tied to the one track and 20 people on the other track? A hundred percent kill the twenty. <laughs> are the twenty people going to make you money? No. no. Twenty complete, complete strangers. They don't have any effect on you on your life whatsoever. Worthless to society. <laughs> These are mothers and children. Are you the main character or not? Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's a good point. That is a good point. Are we the main characters? We are. You're executives. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> slight spin on this. You three are tied up on the track, and us two are on the other side. Do you pull the lever? Do you pull the lever? To what? I mean, obviously, you want to save yourself. The trolley hits you by default. Or you pull the lever and it hits us. No, we pull the lever halfway so the train derails and hits none of us. Yeah, I mean, that's always one of those, like, intermediate solutions to the problem that doesn't usually persist. Right, yeah. Mm. I mean, I saw a video, or a little short video once, where they did that and the train went airborne in lot. Or they left it halfway, the tracks went in the air. It was like a ramp. The train launched into the air, landed into a children's hospital. <laughs> that is a great video. I've watched it at least 30 times. It's really bad to laugh at, but... <laughs> but yeah, here we are. <laughs> I mean, were they on the way out anyway? <laughs> yeah. Chad, what were you talking about a sentient trolley problem? Yeah, this one uh, might actually be a problem in the near future. And maybe isn't so much a trolley, but might be like an autonomous bus or a car. But uh, pretend you've got like a, let's do an autonomous trolley or an autonomous bus with a fully sentient AI. It is human level consciousness. It does everything that we do. And instead of pulling a lever, you have to, con- you know, persuade it to make a decision. Do you try to persuade it to kill the one person if it's going to hit the five or do you default to corporate profits and use that as your metric you're saying how do we program it or or persuade it in that instance you don't have time to program it you might be on that bus or that trolley i mean if it's sentient and you don't have time to reprogram it to do like what you want obviously you gaslight it into doing what you want (laughs) which is Mm. To be de- to be determined. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I think we have concluded this topic. Which is brings it too us- soon for another shot? No, not at all, because topic two is coming up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I will mix up our 
Asian hat. This is where it gets more and more chaotic as it goes. That's the idea. Did you specifically pick that one? Oh, okay. True randomness. Is that the coconut? Oh, that sounds pretty good too. Oh, arm got stuck. What do we got here? Oh, no. We can drink together. This one's ice cold. All right, cheers to our third shot. Clink. They don't make satisfying glass clinking because they're plastic bottles, unfortunately. The glass clinking is more satisfying. That one is better. That was better than the second one. Slightly better, yes. Brings us to our second topic, which is a various uh, collection of paradoxes. And we want to start out with the snail problem because we feel like it... uh, I love this problem. Yeah, why don't you lead us off on this? Oh, okay. Well, the snail problem is that there's a snail that is con- constantly chasing after you forever. The snail is extremely snow. It's slow because it's a snail, but it's immortal. You can't kill it. You can't stop it. It is always chasing you. Its only goal is to touch you, and the second it touches you, you die immediately. Question. Can you surround yourself with a circle of sacrificial orphans? The snail can phase through items. Orphans, huh? You think it's going to kill the orphans? You can go through things, you so can't, can't block it. weld it into a metal box. No. You cannot stop it. Seems as if you're just describing life. It is a that is metaphor correct. for the inevitable march of time. And the existence. An impending doom. Yep, and the existence of death. Can you launch yep. it? <laughs> no, whatever. Continue can, on okay, with this okay. logic. Can you pour, can you pour salt on it? Rocket, <laughs> Falcon One. You can't. You can't do anything that affects the snail's movement at all. It's just always moving, but it's extremely slow. I mean, he actually has a good point, though. If you if you were to take a rocket, would it take a rocket to get to you? Like if you lived in Ooh. a space station or on the moon, that would be the best way out of it. Go to the moon. That thing would never catch you. I have a quick question. Hit me. Where does the snail start? You don't know where the snail is. Don't know where it's at. But it's coming. It's coming. So I think like the only way to really escape it is to travel like overseas somewhere for a year or so, and then it's trying to get there. So that when you come home, you you bite yourself a good amount of time. What if it started there? That's a problem. You don't know. Okay, let's say we do know where the snail is, and right now it's 500 miles away, which is going to take it a couple years. Do we know which direction it is from us? No. It's just 500 miles away. Don't know which way. I guess if you see the snail, like it wouldn't hurt to just kind of wait around and until you see the snail. And once you know where it's at, then you better get the hell out of there. But I mean, it's freaking slow. Like just to get across a little 10-foot span is going to take a couple minutes. Does it travel travel at a consistent speed? Yes. Consistently very slow. slow. (laughs) Easy. You set a timer. timer. And then you... Yeah, you could probably watch it and calculate its speed. Do you think it could hitch a ride? Could it stick on like a car? Nope. Nope. It only moves at its snail speed. Oh. Oh. Wait, do I have a regular length lifetime or is it... How long do I got to run away? Your whole life. Jinx. <laughs> I don't think I'm stressed by this at yeah, all. Yeah, wait till you see it, calculate Okay, but you go home to the same... So wherever you're at throughout the day, you're at home sleeping for, say, eight hours a day, and that snail has an eight-hour head start 
towards your house every single day. Eventually, it's going to hit your you house. To, this snail is going to change your life. <laughs> we need to admit this right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair point. Noted. Our life has changed because of this snail. We now live a nomad life. You, you have to make <laughs> conscious efforts to go out of your way a lot for long periods. Well, of time. no. We need to change. We need to change the framework of how we see this situation. Now we get to travel the world. Okay, that's a benefit. Okay, that's a benefit yeah. For the but rest of our lives. You also have to work a job to make money to travel the world. Remote work. And when you're, while you're at that job, you're not going very far. Do you have to work a job to travel the world? That, well, you need money. You got to get plane Do tickets, you? but yeah. <laughs> you can probably make Do a long money, ways yes. without money. Listen, you can make a long ways without money. Our consulting money. firm knows I saw a lot of ways to make money. Most of them don't without money. Having a job. <laughs> you guys getting paid salary or? Absolutely not. Uh, you'll, you'll see when you get the bill. <laughs> you don't need to worry about how we're paid. You don't need to worry about how we're paid. Just worry about what you get from us. Think of the bill as like the snail that's inevitably coming to you. I do appreciate this, though. I like the, My main takeaway here is that uh, you just follow the Elon Musk thing and you go to Mars and then that snail is fucked. It's not getting anywhere near you. It's got to travel like 8 billion miles to get to you. Yeah. That's the main takeaway. Just keep moving. I mean, even if it catches up to you near your home, you'd still, like, you go to work and it's maybe a few miles away. It's not going to get there by the end of the day. And then by the time you get home, it's got to turn around and start making its way back. As long as you don't stay as in As long as you're spot. not home for a week straight, it won't get you. Hopefully. Otherwise, you're dead. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. Good segue into our next paradox. Okay, so this next one is Thompson's Paradox, okay? So Thompson's Paradox is is pretty straightforward, right? So imagine a light bulb. I've got a light switch here with this light behind me. And uh, I turn it on for 30 seconds, all right? And after 30 seconds, I shut it off. And I leave it off for 15 seconds. And then I turn it back on. And I leave it on for seven and a half seconds, and then I shut it off, and I leave it on for, or leave it off for about three and a quarter seconds, okay? So each time I'm leaving it off for, or on, for half the amount of time before. At the end of a minute, is it on or is it off? Did it start on or off? It starts on. We turn it on initially. It sounds like just a math problem. It kind of is. Definitely a math problem. So you can say 60 divided by 2, 30, right, 30 seconds so on, on, 30 off, 15 on, 7.5 off, oh, it depends, you get into like decimal numbers. Well, okay, go to fractions, half a minute on, at the end you're infinitesimally flipping it on and off. Right, so is it on or off at the end of the minute? Schrodinger's light switch? Literally. You can never stop flipping the switch. Yeah. The switch will never stop flipping. So is it on or is it off? Right. That's we've been trying to solve this problem for years, man. We've had like tons of people working on this problem. It's going to keep going. It's never going to stop. And then what happens? Well, it is. It's going to stop. It's one minute. On or off? Is this like a quantum light switch or what? It is a very advanced light switch. Yes, it's not your standard light switch in the wall. 
It depends. It depends. <sighs> Why are you silently <laughs> laughing, silent math guy? Math guy. <laughs> <laughs> off of like one second being the minimum amount of time. We can do like an I mean, change minute. it to one. It all depends on our perception yeah, exactly. of time. How, it's got, it's how we experience it. And this can, it can't go beyond the second. Because if you go beyond the second, this can get time, dude. Yeah, this. This can, we can talk about this to the point where where it hurts. All right, next paradox. All right, next paradox. <laughs> All right yeah. So, if you yeah. thought that hurt, let's go to the next one. Let's talk about Zeno's paradox. You've heard of this one? That's right, so a. This is a true classic. Yeah, the classic paradox. So this goes back about two thousand five hundred years. So you've got a guy who's a great runner, okay, and he's he's a hundred yards away from an archer. So runner starts running. You know, and the archer, and the archer is fantastic too. Never misses. So right as the runner starts running, the archer pulls his bow back and fires at the runner. So the runner is able to get 50 yards, and then the arrow gets, let's say, 75 yards, and the archer goes another 25 yards, and the arrow gets, I don't know, say another 30 yards, and that keeps going on where the archer. The arrow gets a little bit closer to the, the runner, but the runner runs a little bit away, right? And it's just closer and closer and closer. Wait, so the archer's moving? The archer isn't moving, the arrow is. Oh, okay. Archer fired the arrow. Okay. The arrow's moving faster than the runner, but each time we dice it down, right? The final, but the, the, arrow, final, the final of location the of the arrow can't change. Correct. But the final Correct. location, the final location of the runner can't. Well, assume that the ar- like we're running a straight line, right? Like the guy's running straight, and the archer just fired straight. And so, does the arrow ever hit the ar- uh, the runner? Didn't you already say that the arrow is going at a greater rate of speed than the runner? Yes. Yes. Oh, how far of a range did you say the starting range was? Uh, hundred yards. Hundred yards. What kind of bow is he using? Compound bow. <laughs> Compound bow. <laughs> He's very advanced Compound for his bow, age. What poundage on the drawback? <laughs> Um, 120. Holy fuck. E- either way, <laughs> yeah. the feet per second is going to be <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it has to be. Hercules pulling no, that fucking back. No, it is the standard. I don't know. 60? Um, what kind of weak light. ass draw is that? You start, you start pushing past that, 120 yards is pushing max range on that. Yeah. I mean, we can adjust this, right? We say, like, it's 10 yards. 20 yards is, is the. The is the runner's speed variable? No, he he books it right off the the starting line, and he maintains that speed. Yeah, he's, not, he's not an Olympic sprinter, but well, actually, he was in the original Olympics in this oh. example. So oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's who Zeno is. No, so I just want to make beautiful. It's Greece. I want to make sure I understand this this question. It's a it's a similar sort of problem as the light switch, right? Like, in half the amount of time, the arrow gets half the distance towards the archer. Right. Or, excuse me, half the distance towards the runner, but the runner gets half that distance at away. Point, at some point, the arrow has to pass the archer. Well, it would hit it. But right? in what world is an arrow only traveling twice the speed of a runner? Mm. That's true. Arrows are much faster than that. We have more advanced arrows these days. <laughs> that go slower. <laughs> Compound bows. Yeah, what runner is running 300 feet per second? 
I think they're overanalyzing the, the, Let's the go bits of this. I think that's the point of this. Let's go in the backyard and test this. Yeah. But we'll put like a practice tip on so it won't po won't penetrate that far. We'll, we'll only accept this project if someone dies. I mean, you're the consulting firm. you got to offer the human sacrifice. We don't. We need to decide if it's worth it or not for you. You don't have some interns laying right. around? Yeah. Coffee boy? We'll, we need those interns. We train them up. I mean, uh, all right, all right. I, I feel like we're not getting anywhere with this paradox, so we'll move to the next one. We'll mark this as a strike against these guys. The next one is a, a different come out flavor. Of the paycheck. Right, yeah, exactly. With the intern? Out of the intern. Out of the intern. <laughs> right. We offered to let you shoot the intern earlier, and you didn't. You didn't take that up. So you're gonna keep paying. We're always down for the intern Olympics. Mm. All right. So our next paradox and our final paradox here is the infinite hotel paradox. Okay. So you have a hotel that is huge, and that would be the understatement. It is infinitely huge. It has an infinite amount of rooms. Okay. And weirdly enough, there's a tournament in town and an infinite number of people come and stay in your hotel. So the hotel is full. And then one more person shows up. Do you have room for them or not? Did someone leave the night before? Nope. If, if it's infinite people but infinite if it's rooms. infinite, then you can have another person in there. That's asking, can you fit infinity inside of infinity? No, there's always infinity plus one, some stupid imaginary number bullshit that goes in there. Continue. <laughs> I'm going to turn this over to uh, old Smokey Joe, our resident math expert. I don't, I don't know when I got when I earned this title because I definitely didn't earn it. But I, I got to think of something to say for this. Smokey Jones. <laughs> Infinity. Infinity. I mean, there are truly not really a number. But there are different levels of it too, right? It's just an idea, right? I mean, we use it in calculus every day. That we do calculus. Right. But it's just a thing. It's not really a number. I'm just asking you. You've got an infinite number of people in your hotel, and you need to add one more person. Can you do it? I think you can add an infinite infinite amount of people to your hotel. That's my answer. What do you think? Should we go to the hotel business? Uh, if we could build an infinite hotel, I feel like we'd be rich, yeah. Especially in New York. Yeah. Why, are we, why aren't we funding this? We should fund this. Do you guys do infinite hotel construction? Only infinite hotel consulting. Mm, that seems like a problem. Not a problem. Oh, you can because we'll we'll figure out. You'll figure out how to build it. We'll figure out who will construct it. Fair enough. Okay, so we have some we have some leads here. I've taken some notes. We'll talk about it at the staff meeting. Hell yeah. We'll bring it up at the next board meeting, for sure. Absolutely. I think uh, this concludes our agenda right now, which brings us to our third topic. But before that, we've got a another shot. Ooh. Another shot. Another shot. This shot will make me even more unethical. <laughs> Excellent. That's why we brought you in. We're gonna be in fucking Narnia, my name. <laughs> it is four shots in a short period of time, which is it literally, yeah. Especially if you have the cocaine gene, optimal brain function. There's barely any shots left. I get the last one. One of two. 
This was my first one. You're not an apple guy, huh? I just had this flavor. Would you rather have the root beer? That's what was in there. How do you feel about this? Is that acceptable to you? Absolutely. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. Glub, 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 glub. Oh, I don't know. That one might have been better, Chad. This one's 100 We have one left. That's a sheesh. We have the bonus shot. Do you want it? I think he's hurting. I'm good. All right. So, topic three. Topic number three. So next topic. All right. So for topic three, we were looking at um, what the price of people's uh, morals are, essentially, or in other words, inhibition. how much? Yeah, inhibition. How much money does it take to do uncomfortable things? So, right. So statistics. we found some statistics, and we guys, we want you guys to comment on this to help us well, understand where people's limits are. Before that, let's do an open poll. Oh yeah. yeah let's, how let's, much money? Let's let's comment. Would it take you to be in a porn film? Twice as much as half. <laughs> that is not a solid number. That's not a number. We need numbers. We need some numbers. U.S. dollars. USD. Yeah, USD. How much money for you to be naked in a porn film? Why do I have to be naked? In sexual intercourse. <laughs> That's a fair question. Okay. You don't okay. have to be naked, but you have to name a price. Again, Again, you get to name that. A porn star. $12. Okay, so we've got twelve dollar at the minimum. Charity case here. Yeah. Okay. 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 How about? Okay. How about? from a happily married man? Are either of you? Are any of you married? I can pick who it is. Okay, you can pick which porn star, as long as she agrees to it as well. What's the dollar? It has to be a porn star. It has to be a dollar amount. Well, no, it doesn't have to. Well, no, it doesn't have to be. What if I? What if I? Think in yen. I don't, I, I don't see how currency is relevant here. When you're when you're with an you're unethical right. consulting firm, yeah. currency is always relevant. The <laughs> right. I don't think you understand. We'll just say there's no we dollar. Always, when we don't want to answer a question, we find ways. We'll just say <laughs> always. We'll just say for consultant number one, there's no dollar amount. Won't happen. Okay. Well, let me. But there is a dollar amount. Let's rephrase everyone. that. Let's talk about like categories. Maybe this would help because we have some categories in mind. I'm I'm intrigued. All right, so, yeah, exactly. So we could start at the the very benign feet pick, right? Then you've got the nude solo. You've got the nude solo with the legs open and things very visible. You've got some explicit things on top of that. You've got penetration. And then you've got, uh, you know, two people involved, either girl on girl, girl on boy, boy on boy, you know, some intermediate on something else right we, we have so, some numbers here for how much the the going rate is the going rate we want to know what your numbers are based on your research i think we need to consider what do the people want the people want to know the number what was the ten thousand dollars question about an infinity plus one ten thousand dollars i won't i won't I, there's, more th- there's more to it than a dollar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It we need to life. analyze this situation. It affects your life. Yeah, it affects your life, absolutely. We need to take a survey. Your family. Who's willing to watch well, this? <laughs> Who's willing to watch $50, that? $50,000 for 30 minutes of your time. Why is this becoming a sale? <laughs> you're trying to sell me a used car. Are you, you're trying to sell me? <laughs> $100,000. It sounds like you're trying to sell me. 
<laughs> we, we are trying to sell you. We're trying to figure out a price point. Here. Not you specifically, okay. but... I'd like to hear from the host, personally. I think you're objectifying me. I mean, $100,000, dollars I'd probably do it. Which which category? Boy, girl. I think we also need to consider... What does the average porn star get paid? We have some numbers here. We have some numbers for you. Yeah. Allegedly. Like I was curious to hear your numbers. But yeah, we were looking for your numbers. numbers. Yeah. Apparently that's secret. You know, Except for $12. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a... $12. You, you see... You see... You see... You see... You see... We analyze all situations in the form of business. Okay? I have no... We are not... We are not familiar... We're not familiar with this type of, with this this type of business. <laughs> okay, fair so enough. We cannot, so we cannot we cannot consult you in this situation. So we'll we'll give you some average numbers that we have been able to generate based off our uh, research analysis, right? So our categories, as previously defined, fully nude, uh, about three hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, fully nude with legs open and everything on display, about four hundred. More solo. Ex- yeah, solo, right? Explicit. But solo around 500. Um, you throw some penetration in there, you get to 600, and then you have the extra person involved. It gets above 1100. This seems linear. It is to very linear to how so if you're intrusive it is to. Right. Again, the market is pricing based on what you're doing. But I mean, you can get $1,100 in one day to be penetrated. To be penetrated. Yeah. 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 And videoed. Yeah. yeah. To be penetrated or to be the one to <laughs> penetrate? Okay. Okay. That brings up, <laughs> valid point. That brings up an interesting question. Okay. Say you might have a dollar amount for girl boy. Well, what's the dollar amount for boy boy? Considerably higher, obviously. Is it still $12? Uh, um, not a chance. Okay. One million dollars. Two million dollars. Fifty. Two billion dollars. Fifty million dollars. Nope. Why? Why? That's insane. That pink ring is not seeing anything but an exit. (laughs) One billion dollars. You'd be one of the richest people on You'd be right there with Billy. Not a chance. Bill Gates. To buy you a boat and a truck to pull it. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Some silver bullets, too. Yeah. One billion. You wouldn't do it for one billion. What about you? I do it for a billion dollars. Absolutely. Taking in the old pink ring. For a billion dollars. Yeah, it's only going to take. At the end of the day. Short amount of time. At the end of the day, we're not talking about. We're not talking about the. We're not talking about money. At the end of the day, it takes an hour. At the end of the day, we're not talking about money. We're talking, the, we're talking about right pride. in the shame cave. It's going in. We're not talking about money yeah. at this point. It's a yes or no question. No, no, it's no. When you say a billion, it's a yes or no question. It's a no for a lot of money. Will you take something in your butthole from another hole, man? You stress that shit out. Moral of the story, though. There's always a point where you go from no to yes. There's a dollar amount. Well, well, unless. Well, I'm sensing that your principal morality officer um, has the actual morale. Unless you're steely man. In ethics in your division. Yeah, steely man seems to have the ethics here. The rest of your division, I'm questioning. The only ethics, the only ethics 
our cash, Juan, Yen. Do you take Ethereum? Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, perfect. Bezos. How many Bitcoin then? How many Bitcoin to be on the biggest porn website there is involved in sexual intercourse? Twelve dollars. I mean, 12 Bitcoin makes sense, but... Uh, yeah, 12 Bitcoin might be worth it. That would be good. You could pay a lot of things off with that. Plus, you could just do a one and done. Nobody's going to see that. Which actually brings us to our next topic, just like conveniently. I think years. we're ready for the next topic. Next topic. Okay, so... <laughs> one of the things that uh, we've been working on and has been a, a thing that has proliferated in the open space is face swapping tech or you know ai based um, augmentation to video and video and things like that and so all right so this seems like a, a good transition into uh the other topic we want to talk about which is that so you're doing all these sexual acts and you're not real proud of them however, however you took a lot of money you took a lot of money to do them all right all right so now there's the technology to put different faces on different people. And I guess we're kind of wondering, like, um, you know, if you were to do these feats or, you know, pornographic activities and you put a different face onto it, does that improve the ability for this to be disseminated or does this make this easier to do if you can an anonymize it, right? If it's not your face on the act, it's someone famous or it's someone anonymous. How does that help the situation? So you film, say, scene, they AI generate a face over yours, and that's the official video scene. It's not your face whatsoever. 100% do it 100%. all the Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. well <clears throat> I have something to say about this. Hit me. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hear it. At the end of the day, what is this podcast about? <laughs> right? um, this is board meetings being filmed and recorded yeah well when i watch, well, when I watch this podcast tank. later the title is going to be about this podcast is a on, think tank we are right. thinking absolutely in a tank we're going to think about things that are uneth unethical right that's your in business this episode model. yes how can we make this situation unethical how can we make as much money for us exactly. and for you as we can possibly make Right? Keep going. Okay. Go on. I like where this is I going. Mean, More money for me. The product sells itself, am I right? Right. And we're talking about pornography, right? Absolutely. Well, we're talking, we're just asking the question. Right. Most What's people. The dollar amount? Most and people. I guarantee the dollar amount's less when there's a face ai generation over your face it's not even you at that point nobody, nobody knows. would recognize you nobody would know it was at you. the end of the day though ethics is what you believe right well it's you yes and you know it's you i know it's me right maybe other people don't know it's you i guess from our morality interpreter but part, Jones, but ethics part is important absolutely but part part of ethics is integrity right Sure. Yeah. Go on. Yep. So does it matter if you put a face on you that's, that's not you? I mean, that's easier to swallow. There's no shame. Public but, shame. But I'm saying integrity. 
Integrity is what mm. you do when nobody is watching. Absolutely. Sure. If you're doing it, you're doing it. If yeah. you're not doing it, you're not doing it. So, but there's still a dollar point there. Right. And the dollar point drops when there's a facial AI over your face. Did you ask about what the dollar point would be if you put facial AI? Or did you just say, we would you do it or would you not that. do it if there's a facial AI? Well, what do you think the dollar amount drops by? At least 25% for me. Is that the question? For me, at we least 25%. Because it's not my face. At least 25%. So, so I never get over. The, so you're saying you got to get over the initial hurdle of once you're getting into porn, say, you're, there's some shame there. Is what you're telling me. It depends on who you are. Right, yes. Depending on the person, there's some shame, there's some. You might feel guilty about it. Well, there may be some pride. It depends yeah, who you yeah, are. Any other person, some pride. Yeah. But for the for the the five That's men the sitting here today on this podcast, I would assume that it would all be. Sh- most of us would feel some shame. Is that is that maybe where the price point comes from? Right, like there's a a small select few people that actually would <laughs> twelve dollar do guy. it, and therefore, well, excluding the twelve dollar guy. There's a small few people that would actually do it, and that's why like the price is that high. Right. I mean, for one I think billion you're, I dollars, think you're right on. supply and demand. Even right? after one billion dollars, yeah, I'd feel a little bit guilty about it. But right, but because I, it comes down to integrity. It doesn't matter if if people see who you are or. But for one billion dollars, they I don't hire the best therapist in the world. At the end of the day, you did what you did. Yeah. So the, yeah, you the, still have to live with that. This sounds like it's a difference between shame and guilt, right? So, like, guilt is an in- internal th- feeling, right? Where shame is like externally kind external, of external, how yeah. other people see you. Yeah, pushed upon or, you. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so the notes that I've gotten here is that uh, we need to you know find what? people don't who do don't any- have shame. Don't do anything you don't want to do. No, you don't know, put a disclaimer on this. We got to make money, and then. Uh, Come to us for money. I feel like this is a, a good segue to our fourth topic. Should we pull out our fifth shot? <laughs> Hashtag surprise. Hashtag surprise. Shot. <laughs> the fifth shot. There is one singular bottle left. We've got one less. Uh, one more shot. <sighs> Somebody's got to do it. Should we draw straws? Have we already had four shots? Yeah. I'll take. I'll take it. I'll take. It. If, I, if somebody's got to do it. Oh, I haven't tried the butterscotch yet. Does somebody want half? Yeah, I'll take half. Quarters. <laughs> I think we should all take own. a percentage of this shot. Twenty percent. Okay. Oh. Twenty percent. That could be a good way to do it. Okay. I'll take. I'll take a little. Gonna take a little slip. Sip it. Gonna take a little sip. My first podcast guest. Why is the butterscotch? so weird. It's gross. It's because it's so, I was expecting so much more. Breaking my no, fingers. Oh, we're in solid. Is it, is it gone? Yeah. I'll take a sip. There's nothing. Apparently she, she gone. Was I the only one who didn't get a sip? He just downed it. Anyways. Or this nonsense. Okay. Should we get back on How time? about? How about? You want to play? You guys want to play a game? You guys want to play a game? Yes. 
I'm ready. Would you rather? Yeah, we got some would you rathers for your consulting firm. I'm, I'm waiting on this right now. Okay. Would you rather fight off 20 duck-sized gorillas or one gorilla-sized duck? What does this have to do with ethics? It's uh, about uh, problem analysis. Duck-sized gorillas? All the way. Duck-sized gorillas? 20 okay. duck-sized gorillas. 20 of them, yes. Those are big ducks. They're like two pounds. No, like a, like a mallard? No. Well, yeah, that's true. Mallard-sized gorilla? I could just yeah. foot stomp those fuckers. Yeah, you fuckers. kick them. That's true. Okay, okay. okay. But there's 20 of them. <laughs> they don't yeah. All at once. Yeah, but they're, but like they're not going to hit you to the point where yeah, you... Yeah, that's true. They're so I, small. No, okay. I have something to no, say about this situation. What do you got? Foot stomp go on. I'm going to go ape shit. What do you got? I think we underestimate... I think we underestimate tenacity okay. and the willingness to work hard and to put your body on the line to succeed. Fair. You think the 20 of them are going to put the body on the line? I think gorillas have a have an edge. Okay. All I right. think gorillas hold themselves to a different standard than other animals. Than ducks? Absolutely. They have some arrogance for sure. Absolutely. Right. If they have the tenacity of a gorilla, even if they're the size... Of a duck. They're still going to be pissed. They're going to come at you. They're going to climb you. And there's 20 of them. <laughs> They're going to climb you. I'm they're s- smart enough, though. They're going to go for the eyes. Is it all the at the ex- is it all at the exact same oh, time? Yeah. Or I'm going with the I'm going with the gorilla-sized duck. It's just one duck, right? You just all you got to do is break his neck or something. Imagine the intelligence of a duck. Yeah, but ducks are mean. Yeah, as long as you can ducks are aggressive. Away from that beak. Ducks are aggressive, but imagine this. A 600-pound duck. Oh, my God. No. 600-pound duck, yes. Okay, okay. We have ostriches. What? How heavy are they? 200 pounds? One yeah. bite of that duck's beak. And they're aggressive. You're gone. You're done, bud. Is that right. your professional analysis? As a herpetologist, yes. Okay. Please okay. define herpetologist. You ready for the next? All right. All right. You're, you ready for the next? We've Would got you notes on this. Yes. yes. Next one. Would you rather have a thousand cuts all over your body and jump in a bath of lemon juice or a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall? (laughs) Wait, did you say a thousand cuts? Uh, One thousand, exactly. One thousand cuts all over your body body. and you jump in lemon juice. Acid. Or a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall. I'd do the toothpick. No way. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, I did the toothpick. Porque. You get a thousand cuts all over your body. That's a lot of scars. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's a lot of. We're scars. thinking about you your skin damage. Your, your, your skin. You no, but like skin tone? you get a thousand. They're just like paper slices cuts. along your whole and yeah. We're thinking know. about residual damage. Okay. That's what he's thinking about. Anyway. What's gonna? Yeah. What's gonna stay with I, us longer? I'd Is rather, that what the shareholders okay, are worried about? I'd rather mess up my toenail that's in my. The shareholders don't the think much at all, really. Cringing at the thought. <laughs> all they care about is dollar signs. Okay. And that's all they should have to care about. Wait, why are you on both mics? <laughs> Damn it! Give me the paper cuts. Yeah, I agree. 100%. He wants the paper cuts. Tell me right now. Listen. I'll take the paper cuts even if I'm not being paid and even if there isn't a second option. Yeah. If the toothpick under your... Okay, the toothpick under your nail, you have to kick that wall or you get shot in the forehead. All the way. Toothpick. Done. What? 
I don't want a thousand how, cuts on my body. How is how is this he question wants, so polarizing? He wants the tooth. I don't understand. Okay, what I'm kicking. You want you want the paper cuts, dude? What's wrong with you? Uh, Who wants a thousand (laughs) cuts on their body? Well, I don't want either, but I think there's a better option. You need to get right. You need to consider the second part of this. You need to consider the second part of this. Uh, Lemon juice. Burn. (laughs) Like, fuck. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, next one. Let's go. Let's okay. go. Okay. Let's go. This is a good one. Would you Would you rather? Oof. You know it's going to hurt when it starts with that. Would you rather sit on a dick and eat a cake or sit on a cake and eat a dick? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's more profitable? (laughs) You tell me. They both pay 50 bucks. No, 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 no. Don't let them off that easy. But but you have to do one or the other. Or else your entire family dies first and then you die. Sit on a dick. (laughs) Sweat for 50 bucks. Your entire family dies. Okay. Sit on a dick, eat a cake. Or sit on a cake, eat a dick. Uh, do I have a tongue? <laughs> yes. You can taste things. You can yeah. taste. Yeah. Damn it. I, I mean, definitely don't want anything. I don't know if me. dick tastes good or not. Well, penetrating one hole or another. <laughs> Either way. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I, th- I think either way, I gotta be tied down. <laughs> and it's gonna be against my will. <laughs> I, I really don't want anything going in my shame cave. <laughs> I mean, the shame way, cave. The the cake is a thousand percent irrelevant in this situation. Yeah, you okay? Then I the mean, question it's a tasty is: tasty cake though. Sit on a dick or swallow a dick? I need to if, know the flavor. I don't think the cake is irrelevant. The cake's gonna be eating a cake. It better be the best cake of yeah, all time. Yeah, I don't think the cake is irrelevant. Absolutely not. It's the best cake ever. You got. It's frosted with cocaine. You gotta taste it, right? Okay, eat the cake. Eat the cake. <laughs> I'm gonna fall. Eat the cake. I second that. I'd want the I'm dick as far away from my I face as possible. Yeah, yeah, you know. It seems somehow it seems worse to have the dick in your face. <laughs> All right, ridiculous. continuing. Did you say dick? I said ridiculous. I want to hear your answer here. I can answer for Pete. He wants nothing in his shame cave. I don't want the principal morality officer. I can't take it in the shame cave. He he wants a penis in his mouth. That seems 50%. You'll never know what the best cake in the world tastes like. That's fine. I don't want anything. He'll know what it is to sit on the best cake in the world. What it feels like on the Mm. butt. Honestly, no. He's going to be the only person in the world who knows what it feels like to sit on that's the best cake yeah, in the world. It might be yeah. the softest. Because every other person would want to taste the cake. Who's who's sitting on it? Okay, you ready for the next one? Yep, yeah, we got ready. the next one. I am 100% yeah, ready. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, that was yeah, the most challenging question you've asked. That was bad. Okay, would you rather relive your birth with consciousness or watch your conception? I'm gonna watch my conception. I'm gonna watch, yeah, watch the conception. Maybe even twice. You don't want to relive your birth. If I go nine, ten months back, it's freaking Halloween. I want to see that shit. 
I feel like I'm going to be born with my eyes mostly closed, and I don't want to see either of my parents' genitals. Yeah, I, I, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, see them, no, 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 like, you're watching, so you're reliving your birth with consciousness, your eyes are open, you're watching Wait, your entire birth. I was conscious when I was born, but my eyes weren't open. Okay. I don't you know that. what you know I now. I contest that statement. Let's say you know what you I know. might have opened for a split second when the doctor spanked me. I don't think you were conscious. But you know what you know right now, your same brain capacities right now, and you have to experience getting birthed traumatic but or not visually you're like an overhead view of watching your conception no i want to i want to see i want to experience myself being birthed i would have to agree with that i would that that. i would pick that it's amazing it's beautiful but it's a it's also a beautiful experience I'll view my own life differently, but I don't want to view my parents differently. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. That's an easy question. You put it that way. Thank you. What if I was conceived in a porta potty? Disgusting. Well, you don't need to know because (laughs) you chose the latter. Are your podcasts even nearly this chaotic usually? No. No. Kenny and I keep it together. There's only two of us, so. Are we going to. Are we going to. This leads me to a quote that I think is pretty good, which is that, um, you know, a man comes out of a vagina once and then spends the rest of his life trying to get into one. And it's just kind of ironic. Is that how you get the explicit rating on your podcast? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. You earn it. I also said the F word at least four times, so. I have a PG would you rather, if you guys want. I need to know it. I want to know it. Okay. Would you rather be fluent in all languages... Or a master of every instrument. Every instrument. I could shred on that guitar all the way. You could shred on every instrument. You said you said only four languages? No, no, no. All, meant, all languages. All You're fluent in every single language. As a consulting firm, I have to point out that either one you pick is going to be financially very beneficial. Yeah. Which you said either music, beneficial. you said all instruments or fluent, all languages. Fluent in all languages or a master of all instruments. Languages. But music is the language Languages to is all. more profitable? Is that what I hear? Music is the language Noted. to all. Yeah, you can do a lot with music. Yeah, but if you're fluent in every language, you can go anywhere on earth. You still have to be discovered instrumentally, but languages, you can seek your own business. Yeah. As a consulting firm, Any I feel like I have to in. advise you. Languages it is. All right, Kenny. What's the consensus? What what did we uh what, what do we feel about this consulting firm? How do we feel about hiring them in I, the future? I think we can hire them again, uh, but they need to. I don't know. They need to be retrained. We'll talk. I'm going to be them. honest. It's easier to think without four shots. We're gonna. I, I, I we actually disagree. Our scientific uh, assessment has been that four shots increases creativity 100%. and brings us. What about the three chasers? Uh, I think the chases are irrelevant. We find that four shots is the optimal amount of shots for like thought-provoking topics, increased brainstorming. Yeah, brainstorming. You could be a little off because you didn't consult us before making that decision. I uh, but (laughs) our research lab, internal research lab, says otherwise. What's your research lab called? Reddit thievery. We we actually don't use Reddit. We block that in our internal lab um, because people sit on it too long, which yeah. is a problem. But, however, uh, our scientists are very smart. They're a little weird, and they're quirky, and they have autism. However, 
those are the best ones to get. And they tell us that uh, four shots. Is... God damn it! I can't take you anywhere. Don't get. Don't give me seven drinks then. We so only gave you. We four. gave you four drinks. I took three. You guys. Oh. You guys say four. It's far more. No, it's we gave shots. you four shots. What about the bonus shot? What about the chasers? There was uh, the chasers. <laughs> That's on you. Are we making a podcast for a good time? Am I right? What? Por que no los dos? Memories. Pulling my leg. Por que no los tres? I can't speak Spanish when I'm drunk. All we need. Yeah, you can. All we need now is a few seconds of silence to bring the outro and we're What? And then pick up. We can't be done brother's girlfriend let's keep it rolling we, we can can't film a bonus episode please. but we gotta finish our what are you talking about please you ask another question. question Ooh. Hey, wait do you guys have a good w- would you rather yeah well w- okay what do you have for us uh so you're a consulting firm you have a lot of good advice and a lot of good experience what do you think that we should do at the four drink think tank <laughs> institute what do you mean have more consulting firms I feel like this is lucrative to your shareholders. I didn't say whether it would benefit you or not. Okay, so how do I make me... How do we make our institute more money? Yep. You first start by only considering yourself. Okay. Wait. Would you please please repeat the question? Is this PG, PG PG-13, or (laughs) R-rated? We've crossed into R. Okay, so the the question is very simple, right? So you've seen our institute, you've seen all of our research facilities, you've seen our technology. Well, I mean, what sort of a, a suggestion do you give to us to help uh, increase our profits and help us continue our research? First, we need to consider what your profits are currently. Uh, we're around uh, one point one billion. I feel like that is an inaccurate report. To what you've earned. We, we pay a lot of our um, people in cryptocurrency, so it comes under the radar. And that is why we're working for it. Exactly. That's why you're here. So considering that, how, how can we uh, increase our research and our profitability? Seems like Steely Man's got Never some opinions. Steely? Steely, Steely Man has some opinions. Steely knows all no, about it. I don't have any I think we've collected all the research for today. What do you say we uh, call this a wrap and uh, bring us to our uh, conclusion here? Uh, that's all we've got for today for our episode of Four Drink Think Tank. We hope you that uh, oh my. We hope you enjoyed the intellectual insanity and drunken brilliance of our discussions. Remember, the only thing better than a good idea is a good idea with little booze in it. If you have any bizarre ideas, crackpot theories, or just want to say hi, you can reach us on social media using the hashtag 4 tank. And who knows, your crazy idea might just turn into the next big thing. So until next time, keep the drinks flowing and the ideas coming. Cheers, and don't forget to stay weird. <laughs> so until next time, keep thinking outside the box and drinking inside the glass. Cheers, and stay curious.